notes for knife, fork, spoon, fun. Talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. That's what I'm doing. Solid. Okay. Are we recording? We have been recording yeah, it's the whole been time. Going. Just in case any funny things were said. So, uh, game one uh, would be Brighton and Man United. Scott, your game. All right. Take us away with the summary. I did watch it. I was up Saturday night and I watched three games. Well, two and a half. Very poor from United. We are still a bit not ready to go in a certain way. Brighton were awesome. They were really, they were really good. On on another day, like a freaking after a few more games, and Man United's kind of got the counter attack down right. Maybe we could have done something different, but. We let them. We, we let Brighton have a lot of possession, and they attacked us. And then we would get the ball, but we Brighton prevented that outlet. Like it had to be pinpoint perfect to like straight. Like the like the Rashford goal was like the counter attack, which had to happen, but they're hard to do. So it's not going to happen every time. But as a wise man once said, football is about scoring goals, not hitting the crossbar. Bruno Fernandez said that record, and that is the difference. Because Brighton hit it, hit the po- hit the crossbar, hit the post like five or six times during that game, record amount. But as good as Brighton will play if you don't take the chances, and I'm not going to say Man United's goals were quite questionable, especially the after the full time whistle's been blown, handball comes back, and we score a penalty in the hundredth minute in stoppage time to win the match. I'm not going to be proud of the three points, but I'm glad we got them. Mm. Uh, best, obviously, best goal of the game. Rashford's. Even it might, it might have taken a deflection, but that whole run just, oh, it's just jizz. And then, man of the match would be Brighton's March, but since they lost, it would probably go to Fernandez. But he was unreal for them. He gave away two pa- the penalty though, right? Who? He gave away the penalty when Lamptey went down. He was very soft, but yes, he did. Mm-hmm. But he also assisted and scored. So. But I would give winning and losing didn't matter. I would pick March. He was just on that left wing, up and down constantly, and that goal was coming. Was he left back or left mid or left wing? Left wing back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Throughout that entire match, they we'd been leaving that right that back post open the entire time, Mm. and it was just bound to happen. Like I don't know if Wan Bissaka was just too inside because Maguire and Lindelof can't defend, or Fernandez or Greenwood weren't coming back. But just, yeah, it was open constantly and then eventually happened and I was not surprised. Mm. Because in the 75th minute, we subbed on Bailly. So what does that mean? And these, it, might, like, it doesn't matter. Like Premier League level, if you're going to sit back and defend for 15 minutes, you're going to give these the best teams in England the opportunity to constantly attack you. And most likely, they will at least give them three big goal-scoring opportunities, which they could... And slash should take. Mm. So, yeah, we need to be better. Man United have Tottenham this week, so yeah, we need to be much, much better. Mm, I still think Tottenham are a bit inconsistent, but we'll talk about them in a bit. Yeah. What's the next game? The next game is uh, me Spurs versus Tottenham. So, so sorry, what? Spurs versus Tottenham. Spurs versus, Spurs versus Tottenham. Newcastle. Sorry, <laughs> Spurs, Spurs versus Newcastle. Spurs versus himself. Um, Eric Diarrhea. Yeah, in, in a really short overview, it looked like a lot of Spurs. Uh, Tottenham had a lot of chances early. The Newcastle keeper, Darlow, actually pulled off 
a handful of really good mm. saves. I actually didn't mind him last season. Yeah, he, he looked good. He made a couple of crackers. Um, Harry Kane looked okay. Looked to be creating chances, not only so looking at... He's creating more. Another yeah. assist. Yeah. Five assists See, for they, a season. They hit... They both... Uh, Kane... Um, they Tottenham hit the bar twice. Um, but yeah, and Darlow pulled off a heap of good saves. And then obviously the very late penalty, which was... Look, I don't know how you handle that. His arm was out. How ball. far out? I thought it was like... When he jumped... It's like, it's like at his side, though. No, then, it was kind of out and I, out. I it, heard that a Newcastle player's actually come into his back. Might not be a no, lot, but enough. He was in the air, but, and the header came down, and his arm was out of his, of his body, and it struck. Well, that's sort of why I wanted to watch Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately... Like, like, what I heard is, like, someone came in enough on his back. So, I mean, like... So, in a way, Dyer's actually been knocked off balance. So... Humanly, instinctively, you're going to come in like trying to adjust but, your balance, and correct. then it struck his arm. There's, but there's the ruling you can is do, the there's ruling you knew about. Yes, that, but though. if your arm is extended away from your body and it affects the play, then unfortunately that's the ruling, right? Is that mm. correct? So unfortunately, it's a penalty. well, it's the new heavily enforced hand handing rules. It's just very weird that we've had so many of these controversial handballs in the last two weeks. I think if if I was the referee and they've headed it back towards the box, it, it yeah. look it wasn't yeah, a tough one. It's like, but it was it a penalty. It was like you to me away, so it's not like no, they were close. There's not enough time. Oh, that's what I mean. They were close. There's no reaction time. Penalty anyway. for me. But it goes so back. Doesn't matter. It's same. Newcastle had one. Crystal Palace, Everton. It had goes one. back to that. It goes back to your menu, Crystal Palace. Yep, there was the same like that last week. It's apparently it's it's no longer a. You know, influence in the play but, is now the biggest. But that's the thing; it's not. It's not, it's not about football. It's not about football enjoyment anymore because the Premier League is at the end an entertainment business. More handballs, more penalties, more goals. That's rubbish. More entertainment. Nah, that's rubbish. Well, well when saw, do they listen to what fans want? That's rubbish. I saw a stat where apparently more go- if penalties, more goal, penalties more, aren't more entertaining. If they so more goals, no, you, you look rubbish. at the score. More goals. more goals, more goals. If they go, if they go off the same ratio of penalties that have been given so far this season over the whole course of the season, we're on track for two hundred and ninety-two penalties. Yeah, and the well, record, maybe and the record already is like one twenty or something, someone close to that. But again, they're trying to enforce this rule because it is a grey area where the line hits here. But unfortunately, influencing the play hand, the only way you can get away from it is when it's tucked to your body. If it's out anyway, in any short. Uh, any way, shape, or form, you're balancing yourself, whatever it is, it's going to be given a handball, and we know it. I think the referee should be able to judge mm. whether or not it's sort of... Because, I mean, like, if someone is, like, like running up, like they've dived or something, they're trying to tuck their arms in as much as they can, maybe it's out of touch, and someone's taken a shot and it's hit their hand, is that handball or is that, un- or is that unintentional? Because mm. unintentional handball is kind of a thing. It's like they've just got rid of it. It's like it strikes the hand, penalty. That's another goal. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah. Any much else to add to the game? Not not really. Who was um, your player of the game, do you reckon? Who looked the best? I think I think it was good to see Kane back looking good, creating chances. Newcastle, I think, are gonna <clears throat> Yeah, look, they they're on the back foot most of the game. So we none of us picked them though, did they? As our underdog side. Who, Tottenham? No, Newcastle. Oh, no, Newcastle's no. a fan favourite, but I don't think it's going to be an underdog. They're, they're a good, consistent Premier League team. Like, they'll they they'll get a result out of you if you're not playing 
up to scratch. Yeah. So. I think any club you've seen, you've noticed now that basically any club can take points. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's gone down with a fight, except, except for Fulham. The next, the next match was Sheffield Leeds. Once again, another big point for their goalkeeper. Yes. Did you see the that save? The Leeds Meslier. Keeper. Unbelievable save. So I did not see it. No, it's unbelievable point blank, blank save. I would have seen it if we watched the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, you should watch them before but it, today. But it wasn't just him. The Sheffield keeper Ramsdale looks like one of the signings, like a little... They hidden, signed him from Bournemouth, right? Yes, like a hidden gem signing because he looked good. And it was unfortunate that the goal Dale will touch on, but Scott. it was a goalkeeper's game. It was. There was a, even even Sheffield's keeper had a good game. Yes, they both. It was a goalkeeper's game, and it's unfortunate. Nil nil would have reflected the the. Yeah, nil nil would have reflected that game. Yeah, nil nil saves like that are actually on par with a goal. being a goal. Yeah, nil nil would have reflected. You know, two clean sheets, both getting a clean sheet. Shared points because they just had a gun game, but See, those sort of saves though, when does where's the line drawn where that's a fantastic save or the striker should have scored? He should have scored. Well, okay, put it this way. The only, I hate that line. The only way I say is a good save is when when the keeper is tested past his range of his body. So when it's past this, if it if or, they point blank yeah. hit it and it hits his body. Yes, it's a bad shot, but he actually hit it to the side, and he actually had to react down to the low. That's yeah. that's us as outfield players take on it too. Like we aren't goalkeepers. At the end of the day, that to me, the ball's gone across, so he's already moving his body away, and then had to come back across and low and that, low and, and point fast. blank, and it just happened so but quickly. As a striker, open, free, the ball's rolling, uh, it's not he, bouncing. He had, some, he had some pressure on his back. I'm he sorry, rush, got rushing, rushing in. Got to score. Their first job is to yeah. put on target. Second job is to put it past the keeper. Got to score. He's done both. The keeper just got down, mate. Well, Great not, save. He's, well, he's not done. We can, we he's can not fight. done both. He didn't get past the goalkeeper. Well, he put it past him in terms of where the keeper was. I'm saying if that ball rifles into the side of the net, we're more like, yep, yeah, should have scored that. To be fair, then you, get goal, then you get goals like Lacazette's. Sometimes, though, you just go in. You yeah. Kind of, yeah just, just, you, get a, if, you get a mixed bag, but that's what I mean, like, I find that one funny sometimes because it's just like some people are so... It's, I mean, it's like a professional striker is to score goals. And it's like, yeah, well, a professional goalkeeper is going to stop the goal going in. So, I mean, like someone could put an awesome shot like from inside the 18-yard box going away from I'm, the goalkeeper and he saves it. So, But then they go, instead of going like, that was a fantastic save, they, they kind of still favour the... Should have scored. Over yeah. the fantastic save because... The keeper didn't save it. Guess what it was going? It was going to be a goal. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a great save, but I'm sorry. In between the penalty spot and the six-yard box, no one around you, um, you've, yeah, you've like got to score. In my mind, two jobs. It was, it was going to be a two goal jobs. if he didn't save it. Two jobs. He could, he could have missed it's it. It's a great save, but he should then have scored. If he missed it, could have you have said, keeper should have saved that? No. no yeah, not no. at all from that see, position. See, see, it's harsh. For a striker, point blank like that, yes, they should always score, but they have two jobs. Put on target, score. And hit it past the keeper. Who cares how you do it? In terms of not in line with him. It is, it's, it's Who cares how you do it? Strategically, getting, testing the keeper at getting it on target is like the least. Anyone in this room will tell you when the ball's coming across the box like it was, you hit it back the opposite way, correct? He did that. He hit it past the keeper. But he was straight on, so he could almost open his body or he could play it, was, it inside. The keeper was going that way. Point, it's still a I'm reaction. 
Either way. It's still a reaction save, so I'll give him points for that. It's, it's not like not it came straight at him. against the goalkeeper. I'm saying it was a fantastic save. I just but equally think the striker I think should be doing better. I think the striker's done his job. No, I think he should be doing better than that. I no, well, so. no, well, I mean, like, the keeper's... It's a little, oh, whatever. Again, that'll just that'll just go around in circles. It will. Anyway, anyway, anything else to touch on with that game? Well, play of the match. Where are Leeds? Well, right? I, I, where, I where like are Phillips. They in, where are the they in the table now? Hell, where are Leeds in the table? Sorry. Where are Leeds on the table? Leeds have won... Two games. Two out of the three. So where are they? Because they obviously lost to Liverpool. It doesn't really matter about the table right now. We're only a few games in. Mid-table. Which but I think they're going to go you, high. That's a good like? start. So who did you like? I like Phillips, the holding midfielder. Mm. He's good. Caught up to England. Yeah, I like him. I think he looks really good. He controlled the <coughs> game. Be interesting to watch him again because he did control the game against Liverpool, but it was first. So everyone first did tip him to be a player who might get signed to a different club, but I feel like he's going to pull a Kante and like show how good he is in the first and maybe get picked up in January. Yeah, mm. Burnley, Southampton. Danny Ings was obviously the best player because he scored. But then we'll my only other it, my only other thing about the goal is the only other thing about the game is just from all the highlights that I watched. I thought Burnley Burnley scored, but it was ruled off for offside. But I sort of don't think it was offside. Mm. So I mean, like, yes, the Burnley player was in an offside position when the pass was made. He like sort of chased it, but not enough. Like the key, the, the the defender still got there with quite some yards between him and the defender. Then the Burnley, then the Southampton defender has tried a back pass to the goalkeeper, messed up the back pass. The Burnley strike, the Burnley side, player then. has got it and scored. So I mean, like um, that's what I mean. Unless the line, the linesman's been harsh in pinning him for giving the Southampton defender slight chase, like that that influence to put that tiny bit of pressure on him was deemed offside. That's the only thing I can think of because when a back pass is made. Lacazette would have been offside yeah. if if they broke that down, but the back pass should have ruled off his off how he was offside in the earlier play. Mm. But that was it. That's other than that, I was like, I thought that was a goal. Mm. That's if that's the only way they could pin that for offside. I thought it was very harsh. But again, for the highlights, I saw it's more Southampton than Burnley, but it looked like a pretty end to end match. So Chelsea West Brom, <laughs> West Brom Chelsea. I watched the first half of that. Yeah, well, look, after going back and watching the replay, I don't think Chelsea copped it, right? Yeah. Mm. Chelsea, everyone has just destroyed them on the media, whatever. Of course, so they be, of course they're going to do. There's people out there that just are sitting around waiting to do that. We know that for mm, a fact. Bunch of Simons. So, once again, Chelsea seem to control and keep a fair amount of possession, but they don't, they're not critical up top. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be the issue. And this would be the strongest lineup that I think I would have picked I wanted to see Tammy up front. I wanted to see Havertz in behind. I wanted to see Mount. And I wanted to see Werner out, out wide and see how that looked. Unfortunately, it still just didn't seem to look like we were penetrating enough. Mm. Um, you look at the goals. Uh, Burnley, uh, Burnley, West Brom's first goal. He took it well. Could the defenders uh, challenge it a bit more? Maybe. Uh, Alonso gave a crap ball away. A couple of instances just before that. Lampard told him about it too. No, Lampard got up, went off at him because no, like, in the after game interview. Yes, he was, um, I'll talk was. about Alonso quickly at the end. Yeah, yeah, differently. Um, but one of the key parts of the game is um, at one nil down. Tammy had a fantastic chance, mm. missed, 
And Timo Werner had a fantastic chance too. Mm. So one of them goes in, totally different game. I know we could say that about a lot of things. You obviously saw the Thiago Silva mistake. The whole social media and internet in the world has taken that by storm. Of course they do. It is what it is. I mean, you think about all the things that have changed in his life in the last three weeks, four weeks. It's a mistake. Mistakes happen. But same with what Van Dyke did against Leeds in round one. It's just... Sometimes players do make mistakes when, unfortunately, when a defender makes a mistake, it's critical. much more critical. But and apart from that, Thiago looked really good. He played good football. He seemed to command and control the back line. Yeah, it is what it I is. I just don't know why he's captain if he doesn't speak I don't, English. I don't agree with the captaincy, but it is... That, that was weird. But answer me this. Apart from him, do you see anyone else leading that team? See, dad, dad blew up. Dad was like, how is he already captain? And I sat back for a second. I went, I can't see anyone else. Like Alonso, I don't see him wearing the band. I Alonso can't see Mount. Not, I can't Alonso. see Abraham. Well, I, mean, I can't like, see Vern. I can't see Havertz. I well, can't see Willie. You, like, can't, you can't do well, Kante really, either. I can't see anyone. Like he has experience to lead, I think. He must have just had an influence. That's what happens. Like, you just must have had an influence coming in. I mean, like, well, Maguire's our captain. And then, like he apparently is good off the field captaincy, he's a bit quiet on the field, everyone says. But, like, obviously, who we had for captain options was, like, De Gea and Pogba. And I don't really mm. think they're captain material. Yeah. Whereas, I think, like, in your case, Aubameyang's not been there the longest, but his attitude and maybe his mentality and how he's with the team mm. makes him fit for the job. Maybe Thiago Silva's just come in. Lampard has already said in, and, the, in the interviews, Lampard said in the interviews that you can just see his presence um, in the changing room. And at training he's, and things like that. He's got the leadership trait. Yes. Like on FIFA. Yeah. They, the three, the three of them that, that it goes between is him, Aspilicueta and Jorginho. Yeah. They're the three. That actually comes up a management. Correct. That actually comes up a management. If you go to a club and there's a captain there, but someone else has the leadership trait and they're not captain, you get an email and they go, we suggest you make this person captain. <laughs> and you'd be like, that's funny. I just got an email from, from Theo Walcott. Saying like, welcome to the club, boss. I'm excited to do this season. And be like, oh, me too. Oh, you're not captain. Then. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it to Coleman. But yeah, so you're player of the match? Well, hang on a minute. He's oh. not done yet. <laughs> it's, it's Chelsea. He's not done yet. Well, yeah, okay. So all I want to so, say is that he made changes at half time, took Alonso off, brought Callum Hudson-Odoi on. Hudson-Odoi brought energy and actually for the first time this season looked pretty good. And seemed to link up well with the guys up front. It's the third, um, it's the third m- game. Mount, uh, <laughs> mate, Carabao Cup yesterday. He was rubbish. Yeah. The end of last season after COVID, rubbish. All right, so he's showing potential. Finally. Two seasons ago, he was our best player. Anyway, okay. Before he got injured. Um, over and all, uh, the guys they did well to turn it around in the second half and looked a lot better. Um, but. At the moment, yeah, it's still early. You guys, they're definitely not a trailing team. I mean, I think if it was anyone else other than West Brom, I reckon you might not have fought back to get a result. Oh, probably not. It was very, they're very, you, like they, they just play very slow. They'll pass the ball around, they'll keep possession, they'll pass and pass as much as they can. They, they have the second most passes in the league. Oh, I need to double check it because there was a few other rounds. But when I checked, they were the second highest passes. First is Everton. Everton have been scoring ridiculously, so maybe they just need... That's why I think, like, Vorna or something will give it that extra bit of... 
yeah, penetra- I haven't seen penetration it and hunger. I like haven't seen like it yet. Chelsea need to be Salk, leading. They Salk, need to be. They need to have scored in the first half an hour. Saw glimpses of Havertz and um, what he might be able to do. So. Havertz. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that that hat trick would have done him good in the middle of the week. They weren't that flashy of goals, but. It's still no, confidence. No, no, goals are goals. Yeah, but still yeah. confidence. So, touch on, yes, he brought on a door. He looked good. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Well, Alonso, Alonso went off at half time and basically went to the team bus and went to watch the rest of the game on his phone. Lampard apparently went and got him and gave him an absolute dressing down at the end of the game. Oh, he was shocking. So, and he was left out of the squad this morning. Um, he, I mean, yesterday and, yeah, left He's out. Probably most likely. Well, is transfer market still open? Chris, Crystal closes, Palace, Everton. today. Well, so obviously not good performances from our two teams. Palace, Everton was a good game. I really enjoyed watching it. Usually I sometimes get the habit of just flicking onto my phone for a few minutes at a time, but I was actually content and watched pretty much 95, 99% of this bloody game. It was, it was a good end-to-end. They had... Palace with the flashy quick wingers and then Everton were just so Everton is so good this year. My dark your my dark horse pick. Who yeah. who have they played? They've played uh who do they beat? That's they the they only, beat Tottenham one 0 That's the only argument that people are bringing up about them. Yeah, they beat Tottenham they and did. West Brom and West Palace. Brom. But Palace should not be a team should not be underestimated this year. They Controlled their game quite let's, a lot. Let's but see once they get a tougher opponent. That's I'm excited for the Merseyside derby, but they play really well. Like I want to see how they go against Liverpool, and that comes up in the next few weeks. That'll be good. Um, That'll a be player really good. that a player that I liked was this this young fella from Crystal Palace, like Eze or Easy from the he, championship. They, right? they signed him from Queens Park Rangers mm. for twenty mil, and he looked good. He kind of like. I reckon once he's kind of settles and he's on the opposite wing with Zaha, I reckon he'll be trouble because he, he reminds me, he reminded me a lot of Willian, and um, I'd said another player that he reminds me of because like he gets the ball, it's very quick with his feet and he his control of it was amazing. And when he gets swarmed, he'll come out, get some room, and lay it back. Like he never really, Gives he never the ball he away. never like got tackled. And the only the only times he lost possession was when. Maybe one of his long passes were a bit over or a bit short, but I think he'll adjust and he'll get mm. better as he goes. But I liked him. And, but other than that, like Everton, I could pick like six players that I enjoyed watching. On like Hamas Rodriguez was like sparkles whenever he touched anything. He was, everything he touches is amazing. Andre Gomez was like the shabby Alonso of Everton now. He's just floats in the background. He's not going to stand out like Kevin Lewin or Richarlison or Hamas, but he'll just do his job mm. in that midfield and he is so good. They're your best Allen, defensive midfielders. That Allen is just, he's basically, he's Everton's Kante. He's so good and he's so quick. Like, soon as they lost possession, West Brom turned to try and get out of that midfield. He was there hungry and he was like Gattuso, that Italian bulldog. Mm. Just all over him. And I really enjoyed watching Everton. They were good. Big uh, one of the shock results of the week, obviously. So, City. Sorry, who was your player of the match? Oh yeah, so if I, you could individually choose one player that stood out, because I know you just said about seven. I'd said a lot of players. Like I'm sorry, I enjoyed watching all of it. It was really good. Stand Even Palace out. had good ones. R- Rodriguez probably. I'm guessing. <laughs> or, or you seem to talk up Alan lot like he was it defensively. Dig- Digne, the left back for Everton. <laughs> 
It's the one player you didn't mention. I said this, 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 this. The midfield were awesome, but I'm saying I enjoyed watching everyone. Palace were good, Everton were good. I love those games. I'm trying, and then you're like, who's your one standout player? I'm like, Andre Gomez was awesome, and he was consistent, but he kind of went off. Decore it again. They just the midfield is shared between them three in the middle. Hamas has his moments getting forward and stuff, but it was only 2-1. Digne's consistency. But Digne was up that wing. He was putting crosses in. Calvert-Lewin was always dangerous. Mm. That's good. So I, like, I, like, I liked him if I had to pick one player from Everton. Yeah, hopefully he keeps consistency up because he was good last season, but just not that consistency. But yes, you, we did kind of talk about it the other week that if Everton were to get two or three injuries... I don't know how their depth is. Mm. Like they, I know they still have like players like Bernard, Theo Walcott still at Everton. Yeah, I don't even know who. I don't even know their secondary striker. Calvert Lewin gets injured. I don't know who's going. Richarlison play but top by himself. He'll get put in there. And then Bernard maybe go out the wing. But that's what I mean. I don't know who their backs backs backups are. Sigurdsson played up top at Swansea Sigurd, for a bit. Sigurdsson's on the bench. He got subbed on. He, he ain't getting that team at the moment. The other, he, yeah, he's not. Unfortunately, considering he's Everton's record signing, and you can tell he's not enjoying on the bench because, like, his, you know, you think of Sigurdsson, you think of his free kicks and his ripper long range shots. He had a perfect opportunity to shoot. He got an Abomiang trademark situation, Don't cut in, cut in on the left on his right foot, and you think Sigurdsson's pass goals with Swansea on, and everything. On the bench, on the bench for Everton was. Um, Kenny Sigurdsson, Tom Davies, not a bad midfielder. No, no, yeah, he got Kenny. Alex Awobi, yeah. yeah, he's inconsistent. His, his Bernard, final product and not Moyes Keane. Moyes Keane, he hasn't grown into it too yeah, much yet. Well, he needs to get loaned out somewhere and get some experience. Not like honestly, like, I would just send everyone to the championship. On the bench for uh, on the <laughs> bench mean, on the that bench is for a hard division. Tammy Abraham was loaned out to the championship for a year. Boston now out. look now look at him now struggling. It's not struggling. <laughs> Let's after Look at Chelsea the bench for Crystal Palace. Superstars. Look yeah. at the bench for Crystal Palace. I know. Batshuayi, Benteke. Lit. Martin Kelly. Yeah, right. Anyway, next game. One <laughs> of the shocks of the, of, the, of the round, I think. One of maybe two. Yeah, two. Man City, Leicester. Look, best and way pe- to... Des- Pester United. Yeah. Pester best, City. Best way to describe this was Leicester... At first, I was literally texting my mate and I was like, Messi's going to get pumped for five or six here. Man City had all the possession, were dominating everything, but Leicester's structure was ridiculous. They were so well-structured and Vardy was almost sitting in the defensive mid-positions at times. I'm like, how deep do they want to go just to congest that whole area? And they were so busy with everything. So they were sitting back and and counter-attacking. Yeah. So what they what what they do is well obviously Mahrez's goal was just a freak oh, goal. Just off a corner. That was their That's only goal. That was their only clear cut chance in that first half. The rest. To, just to help with you, do you want to hear the stats? Yeah, I want to. Let me Pos- guess. What possession would you like? Do you want possession stat? Man City's probably about seventy five or eighty. Man City's seventy one point seven percent. Yeah. And Leicester twenty eight point three shots on target. City five. Leicester seven. Shots in total. City sixteen. They Leicester seven, so every Leicester shot was on target. Think sounds about, like sounds like Man United Brighton. Yeah, think about this: touches on the ball, Man City eight four seven, Leicester four hundred and thirty. One hundred percent. 
as soon as you can't penetrate that line... Wait, you're how many gonna... touches did Man, did say Man City passes? Man City touches, 847. Jesus. Leicester, 430. Jesus. Passes... Man City, 680. Leicester, 267. Honestly, if I was to break it down, it's like crazy. I honestly messed my mate after Leicester scored their f- first goal and I went, it's not going to end what we thought it was. I this thought- is going to be very different. And my player of the match, and this is going to be very unexpected for people, was was Harvey Barnes and Castagne. Mate. Castagne is a left back, right? Right back. Right back. Harvey Barnes was... A workhorse. Every time Leicester got that ball, you, I told you how deep they were. Him, Vardy, and yeah, Castagne would just bomb. And Harvey Barnes was taking the piss in the midfield. He was just he looked he looked <clears throat> gunning. Even last week he looked good as well. And that was their game plan. And the moment they got in behind into those not quite experienced Ake and Eric Garcia. They just ripped him apart. Experienced. Okay, he's been in the Premier League for the last three or four I'm years. I'm talking about at that level. He's yeah, new yeah, at the yeah. club and stuff. And they just, they made him look like nobody. No one expected to see 5-2 at the end of the to game. To be fair, I, I thought some of the penalties were very soft. They were very soft. I mean, it's like if you wanna, what, you're going to watch the highlight and watch the challenge in slow motion, yes, it was a penalty. Yeah. I thought they were, I thought two actually yeah two of them were soft yes very soft penalties they just just slight touch in the back as soon as the striker feels that they go down and yeah. then that's that sadly enough sometimes that's all it takes yeah nowadays. the only one that was a warranted was Vardy's second and that was when he actually got in front of Garcia quick enough yeah and that was actually a penalty the rest were soft i agree but then James Madison's goal great goal oh. great. Well, goal, goal around. Yeah, and he he well, looked what good. Would, what would be the so James Madison's goal? Mares. I'm sorry, I'm Mares giving it. I'm giving it to Mares's goal. Callum Robinson. By the way, has <laughs> City got players out, injured? Yeah. yeah. Yes, a they lot. Do? Aguero, Jesus, um, mm. Jesus, because their bench is not great. Otamendi just. Otamendi just went to Benfica in a change deal for Diaz. So here this is the, as their subs. City subs on the weekend. Laporte, decent. He's only coming Zinchenko, back. Zinchenko, yeah. Tommy Doyle, Cole Palmer, Ferran Torres, that new signing, and Liam Delap. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Liam Delap looked okay, but he's. You notice that some of the like Man City players and stuff. When you see a player on the field and they have a number over forty, or even over high thirties, you're like, whoop youth player yeah and the best way to put it is <clears throat> unfortunately yes they are not having Jesus and all these players in positions that they want like Sterling was playing up front and he was trying <clears throat> to go against um, Soyuchu Soyonku. Soyonku sorry Amati and um, oh. Soyonku's good too yeah he was gun and there was another um, another centre back too but they were not they were trying to just they were trying to penetrate. They couldn't penetrate because of how tight they were. Mm. So they play over the top. Sterling's like five foot two. You ain't going to get over the three centre backs there. Well, I mean, that's they were trying to get in behind kind of thing. But yeah. if Leicester was you've, sitting as deep as they said, there is mm. no in behind. Yeah. You've got the next uh, three games. Man, I know. So get to work. Boy. I know. It's okay. So, yes, next. my player of the match, well, goal of the match was Mares bouncing towards him, right oh, foot. Well, do, well, you're doing goal of the round. Well, they said we of put. The, of the game. Of the game. We haven't been doing that. You all have done it. Well, we're going to do... No, we've not been doing goal again. I just said Rashford's because... I mean, I'm not going to say 
Ings was the goal of the game for Southampton. Oh, okay, game. anyway, well, player of the game was Harvey Barnes. I think was a dark horse. Not many people gave him the recognition he deserved. They spoke about Vardy having his hat trick, blah, blah blah. But Barnes did bits. He was a machine. He was on bits. He was a machine. Him and Castagne, great. Next game, West Ham Wolves. Your dark horse, West buddy. Ham, mate. I told you about them. They'd be sneaky to watch. Wolves just don't look like it was either a, that was a surprise it was either strategically planned by West Ham to undo them or Wolves just weren't themselves because they had Samedu playing he looked good but West Ham just always had space on the ball and I didn't get it like, yet they had the their standard like offensive dangers that Wolves have and <coughs> I just I feel that they just took that out completely and one of their best players was their centre mid. That's all right. No, no, no. So if you had to sign chu- side yeah, check, so, or something. so if you had Su-check. if you had to pick West Ham tactical well performed or Wolves poor performance, which one was more? I'd probably say West Ham because that was what forced them. Because when Wolves are on the ball, don't get me wrong, offensively they look good, but West Ham just seemed to get it back and just have just cut all their space back, like. Wolves were never really penetrating, like just like Chelsea were with West Brom, like they could just couldn't penetrate them, and just like Man City <coughs> couldn't with Leicester, they just stri- strategically look at, looked better. Look at the players on West Ham's bench too: Felipe Henderson, Lanzini, La- Yarmolenko, Haller. That's what I told you, Haller. Yeah, Haller. I told you that Haller. against Arsenal. I said they had a good bench, and they looked like Felipe's not been getting to the team because they just have been playing really well with the team they've got. Bowen. Is in Felipe's position. Who the hell is Bowen? He got no player. Idea. He got player of the match by this. Yeah, I know, but he just turned turned up and scored two yeah. goals. I think so. It would be between him and that Soiku, Soichu, whatever his name is. They would right. be, they would have been player of the game. Well, that was. I mean, Leicester beating Man City wasn't a surprise. It the five two is what surprised me at first, and then I saw they had three penalties. Yeah, which makes I looked it up. It was like five. It's like five or six. Maybe seven penalties this year out of Leicester's 11 or 12 goals. Mm. So half of their goals this year have been penalties. So Manchester United are not the penalties masters <laughs> this year. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to West Ham. Yes, <coughs> that was the breakdown Good for result. that. result. Is that it? Great result. No, there's one more. There's two more. No, games. no, no, man. Is that it for West Ham? Yeah, there's not really much else to touch on. Just I think it was they just pounced on a very... Poor Wolves, but they just also strategically look wolves very good. Maybe don't look as strong as they maybe were last season or at this stage. They maybe will, they haven't got back to that level. Samantha they does need time to adjust. They you, will miss Jota. I'm telling you. Oh no, they will. Definitely. That was a 100, great 100% signing. They'll miss him. He was the second top goal scorer, and half the time was on the bench. <clears throat> but yeah, the next match was a bit of a tricky one. Well, not tricky, but Fulham Villa. Yeah, this this was this was going to really show. One, if I think if Fulham were going to be... Anything more than a relegation side. Correct. And it really showed where Villa were going to sit too, really. Villa look good. They've still got a 100% record so far. And mm. the signing for them is... Well, obviously Watkins from the Championship was top goal scorer. Mm. But picking up Martinez from Arsenal, he has made he's had a couple of good games. And he's looked solid. He's looked commanding. And would Fulham be a team to test him though? As it doesn't default, like, I'm sure if I watched the Aston Villa Fulham highlights, it'd be like Aston Villa chances and maybe the maybe one shot or two shots from Fulham, but not really a testing save. Yeah, but it's it's all of it. Like he's got to be switched on. He made. See, I'll it. be I'll be 
much more critical watching him maybe when he's up against an attacking team. Like, yeah, that's, that's just basically it. But then, like, because Fulham, they've lost all their games, haven't they? West Brom yes. have lost all... Uh, West Brom got their first point. Yeah. So, was there another team that's not won a game yet? I think there was. There's a couple. There's two teams. There was like Burnley two, as well, I think. There was like two teams that haven't won a game Hang yet. Hang on, I'll tell you. Because <coughs> that's it. The, the, the promotion teams really... Fulham, and, Fulham yeah. and Sheffield at this stage. Burnley. Yeah, Sheffield don't look good this Burn, year either. There's a couple of clubs here that have only played twice. Yeah, I know that. I know that. I'm taking that part into account. But, like, the promoted teams and, like, high Premier League teams should not drop points to the promoted teams. So, when a team drops points against the promoted ones, that's sort of when you see, like, oh, this team might not be looking that good this year. But let's see, so what is it? Fulham, Sheffield, and West Brom. They're the bottom three. Yeah, and then Burnley. Yeah. But it's, um, they'll, I think <coughs> at this rate, they need a change unless Scott Parker's going to go. If the team doesn't change, that's the next thing the manager goes. I find that harsh. It's harsh, but that's reality. That's a club yeah. as a business. That's the yeah, next yeah, step. Yeah, I know. So they've, they've got to be careful. Last game, isn't it? The next, the last match was Arsenal, obviously Liverpool. Yes. Yeah, I think many people expected that. Yep. Um, look, best way to describe it was we had a strategic plan. It obviously went in our favour when we got the goal. We shouldn't have. What's what's that laugh for? <laughs> the goal was from Robertson's mistake. I'm not saying that's the plan. When did I say that was the plan? You said they had a tactical plan. No, I said they, you scored. I you said we it. had a plan and it helped that the goal happened. You said no, the plan because no, because we were con- we were taking everything. We were taking all the pressure and we were working. I didn't talk. The I'm mo- to get swear. The moment we scored, yes, it was a dodgy goal. Whatever it was, if he didn't miss hit it, it wouldn't have gone over Allison. Whatever it was, it was a mistake. It was a crap cross to a crap deflection to a crap finish that went over a keeper falling over. It was a crap goal. That switched Liverpool on. They took it up a notch. As you saw, they yeah. just put two past us. Rob Holding instantly, no for a fact, he shouldn't have played. It should have been Gabriel. Our man of the match player who's had two men of the know. match performances did was, not play. Was Gabriel injured? Nope. Why, Benched. I don't know why they weren't starting. If he's not playing tomorrow morning, which I don't even care because it's a cup <coughs> game, still... He should have played over holding. Louise looked like one of our strongest players. And then Tierney on the other left. I don't think Tierney should have started. They he played, should, they played 100% him at, should They played have. him at centre-back. He's been playing centre-back for the last five, ten Who games. Who was at left-back? Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Look. No. You, know, I don't, you know I don't like him. He was on the right. Yeah, you no, know he was on the left and he was dropping in. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know I don't like him. So we don't have, to, we don't have to go there. Look. The best thing was we took everything and when it was 2-1, we had a big clear-cut chance. Danny Sabias got brought on for Xhaka and he was the changing point. He got brought on. He brought on so much flair and actually energy. He put Lacazette through one-on-one. He missed a clear-cut chance, one-on-one at the keeper, which he normally scores. Good, good Allison save or bad Lacazette? Bad save? Lacazette. Okay. Bad, bad Lacazette. So that's what I mean. The Leeds bad one, the Leeds one is like... A better save because like it wasn't a terrible it was a, shot. It was a bad Lacazette. It was a yeah. great ball. We we beat their back line and he just yeah. took an extra touch. But overall, 
I can make compl- I can make all these excuses, but Liverpool overall should they yeah, deserved it. They said no. The, for I was listening to it on the way to work, and the word suffocated came out a lot. So just Liverpool just would not let Arsenal do anything really. Like the fact that they got that goal was quite lucky. Yeah, their but, press but was. Uh, you're up against the champions, and Liverpool look just as if not more dangerous than they did last year. I think they're going to get pulled over a couple of times by some teams. And I'll tell you why. They play they play on the offense but a vulnerable offense because we as us we're not even in any shape or form to challenge for the top, I don't even think we're going to challenge the top 4 let alone the <clears throat> number 1 of the league. We're not going to. But we had one or two string of passes which we beat their center midfield line. And we were five on two or five on three at the back. They they play all their midfielders high with their strikers. That's how they press. Yeah, they, yeah, they press. And the moment you beat that that, that midfield line, we were five on three or five on two, and we just fluffed it, or we just we played too much respect for them. See, that's where the danger part I sort of see, because when Liverpool were playing this sort of style, they just seemed to they've been working on it and working on it, but then last year they. It's like they kind of got it right. And as you saw, they won by like 30 points. I mean, Man City weren't great last year. Well, not as their usual. No one great. was good last year. No. No, no one was as good. Well, Man United were right. We got third. <laughs> Post-COVID. But then, but yeah, but now it's like Liverpool have been playing this style for a while. So people have had more than enough time to know sort of, they've like we played against Liverpool playing like this. We mm. can sort of, this is going to be our sort of game plan to try and attack it. But then they started bringing in players like Jota. They brought in players like Thiago. So they're thinking of other ways that they can, they need to do more with mm. what they have already. Yeah. So as soon as Thiago gets settled and they start working out new Thiago things. just got coronavirus. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean 100%. Side note. I mean 100% he got coronavirus. Did someone pass it on to him? I don't know how he got it, but he got tested positive, and that's why he didn't play against, for Arsenal. Against Arsenal, sorry. Oh, that's a G up. I know, but... Well, thanks for completely pying off my pass joke. Yeah, lol. Someone pass it on to him. But All right, we done? Regardless, yes. Oh, Arsenal got outplayed. Dale Sleepy. Player of the match. Dale Sleepy. going on, mate? Player of the match was probably, um, not Nabi, not Nabi Keita, not one of the mid. You could say the centre backs, but if I was going to say, I'd probably say, yeah, I'd probably go Fabinho. Fabinho. He didn't play in centre back like he did the week before or the week before, but he literally played in there and he was just he orchestrated All right, it. Right, cool, done. Cut it up, put a fork in it, eat it with a spoon. Thank you very much. See you. Thank you very much.